pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Chance Encounters podcast. We've been running board game cafes around the UK for about six years now. From hen-do's to family-do's, from first dates to breakups, we've seen it all and recommended a game. But now we're looking for a fresh challenge. Each week we'll invite a guest who will put our board game knowledge to the test. They'll come armed with an abstract and absurd scenario, and it's up to us to figure out what the situation calls for and recommend a game that'll totally topple their tower. The game that the guest loves the most will score a point, and at the end of the series, whoever has the most points will be crowned the Titan of Board Games. <gasps> you allowed to give that title out? <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that. I was wondering whether or not, whenever, whenever it comes to the whole like wrestling or anything that seems vaguely American, it was always like the international. Star mm. of X, Y, and Z. World Series. Exactly. One country participates. <laughs> oh, more than one country. Oh, it's Mr. Universe now. <laughs> anyway, I'm Richard Scarsbrook. I'm one of the co-hosts and co-founders of Chance Encounters. Uh, I've been doing it for about six years, and I like to eat ice creams from the bottom up. Cones, obviously, not in a cup. Uh, and my, my <laughs> other... <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into this later. It seems like it's going to be a hot topic. <laughs> My other co-host here is Ben. Hello, I'm Ben. I work with the Yogs cast. I also stream and I love board games. I'm a massive nerd who eats ice creams like a human being. <laughs> <laughs> and our guest uh, Chance Encounters host is Russ. Hello, I'm Russell. Um, I'm head of games uh, at Chance Encounters Bristol. And I also do the social media and I also love board games, um, as hopefully you're about to find out. Um, and I'm also a huge nerd and I prefer my ice cream, like, I don't know, with the wafers? I don't know. Is that with wafer, like in the yeah. top? Well, or how, chocolate bits. The yeah, okay. the chocolate bits, I think that's it. And I don't know how to, yeah. <laughs> and our guest who will be proposing this absurd and abstract scenario is Lydia. Hello, I'm Lydia. I'm a streamer and I work with the Yogscast and I, I don't really have an ice cream related fact, but I, I, I have a, a general fact uh, that I am a really weird cat lady, like really weird. Like I'm obsessed with my cats. Like it's really sad. I mean, you can have obsessive <laughs> cat ladies, but what makes it weird? Well, I've created uh, sort of backgrounds for all of them. Oh, wow. Jobs, uh, <laughs> stories. Oh, so you got character sheets. <laughs> yeah, literally like character <laughs> sheets for all of them. They all have like certain ways they speak, voices, dialect. Uh, it, wow. it's, it's intense. It's okay. intense. Can it say when, when you have 
reach the number of cats that you have. Oh, no, just three. Oh, three. Oh, <laughs> just three. Just three. That's all right. Super that's... crazy. Which one's your favorite? I can't Ooh. pick a favorite. They're, yeah, all, but they're all my babies. I know you love them all equally. Yes. But. Uh, oh, I, I would. I honestly feel like I don't want to break their hearts. Like somehow oh, wow. my cats are going to watch this, listen to this podcast and be devastated. I just can't do that. I'm sorry. Which one are you most worried about upsetting? Oh, I just feel that's like the one you love like, that, was, that was sneaky. Sneaky, I like it. Hastings is the most sensitive. He's the most sensitive. I'm worried about upsetting my cat Hastings. Okay, oh, Hastings. <laughs> I have uh, two very different cats. Yeah. One is the one that you you know take home, show, meet the family, and everything. And the other one is the the one that you do. The one you hide in the attic when visitors come. Are they violent? Uh, my cat Luna is shy and she she's not super violent but she, she'll give you a scratch yeah. if you uh stroke her you know more than once <laughs> uh, harvey is an absolutely lovable no. lovable guy who will who flirts and he's he's the perfect cat that you would want to show your family yeah i have that i have a cat when my friends come around that i sort of parade to them mm. um, his name is colombo and you can put him in little dresses and little like i put him in a christmas jumper and he just goes around and he flirts and sluts himself around with all of them and he's amazing and then you've got the other ones who just like yeah you just put them in the cupboard and close yeah. the door. <laughs> like i do have more cats but you just won't see them yeah I need to try and do that. I've got a dog. I'm sorry. Please Ugh. don't hold that against me. I know this is comp competition, um, but I want to get to my dog to the point where I can like, you know, put a hat on him. Yes. And he'll be okay with it. But Dress him up. Do it. Maybe we'll see. Put it on social. <laughs> they like it. You know, you yeah. can see. Yeah. Some, some of them, like my dog used to love wearing um, antlers uh, at Christmas. Right. And nothing else. <laughs> oh. They do that thing where you put like a jacket on them or whatever. They just kind of. He had to wear a boot once when he'd hurt his foot and he just could not understand what was oh, happening. He, he was like he was just just walking like like he oh. never like he didn't know how to walk yeah. anymore. That boot just threw him right off. That is so adorable. But like it's a classic dog thing though, because I've seen so many dogs do that. Like not that I have a habit of, you know, putting uh, shoes on dogs, <laughs> but mm. I have seen it several times. It's like the classic thing they where they're like, yeah, like... They, yeah, they're like, Ugh. they kind of do that like in a splayed yes! leg thing. <laughs> we have a situation where if it's on snow, sometimes it is a good idea to put little booties on because they can be quite abrasive to their uh, feet. But it's literally, then you have them on all of the feet and it's just going like, Whoa, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought one foot was gone, but now they're all gone. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're like, I can't see my foot. It doesn't exist anymore. How am I going to walk? Exactly. The pressure is all about, it's just all ground. <laughs> so, uh, Lydia, mm. you've come with a scenario uh, that you need a board game recommendation for. Mm -hmm. um, Tell me a little bit about it. Right, now I'd like to clarify that this is a very much a fictional scenario and something that I do not know about. Yeah, so hypothetically speaking. <laughs> hypothetically speaking, right. So I know you've had different scenarios, things that include like sound and, and having small amounts of space and things like that. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do more of a kind of like a relationship, like getting to know people in what would be a very awkward, possibly very like nerve wracking situation. And the situation that I have hypothetically come up with <laughs> is um, a swingers party. Okay. Um, oh. It's a really nice swingers party. None of this seedy mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you put your keys in the bowl and everyone has a fantastic evening. Mm -hmm. However, I've just got there and I don't know anyone. And I can be quite shy. Mm -hmm. So I want to make friends with people before I pick my key. Yep. Um, and <laughs> I brought a board game in my bag. 
Now, what I don't want is I don't want any twister. I don't want any, like, you know, <laughs> straight out, straight out, yeah. you know, left hand the blue. <laughs> I don't want any of that. I want something which I'm going to really get to know the people and feel a lot more, like, at ease with the situation. Yeah. Um, can you help me? You Saying it's a hypothetical <laughs> scenario, you seem to know a lot of information yeah. and you really about how these work. In time for this weekend. Longer, longer time. So I just like to, yeah, get some answers quickly. <laughs> um, okay, so immediately I'm thinking like, are you just picking for one other person, you and one other person, and maybe multiple people like over the course of the evening? Um, but is it just going to be one on one, or do you want to game that? I want as many people involved in this game as possible because I don't know whose key I'm picking out. Like, you know, mm. if I do one-on-one -on -one and then I don't pick their keys, what a waste right. of time. You've got to get know? to know the whole group. I want to get to know the mm. whole group. It's like speed swinging. Speed swinging. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Once again, in this hypothetical situation, um, how many are at this party? I envision there's about eight to ten of us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, big group. Mm -hmm. but this let's say like, eight let's say eight because i feel like board games for 10 is yeah let's say eight okay it's, it's certainly easy easier yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean it's a good idea actually you know you get, you get everyone gets a glass of wine you you break the ice with exactly. like a you know like a charades or something it's probably what they used to do back in the day i <laughs> imagine so, in the 70s <laughs> yeah. yeah is this taking place in the 70s oh yeah oh wait no but then that, what would be out at the time we I have about five options yeah let's say <laughs> whoever goes first yeah. to have a huge I know advantage just, twister has wiped yeah. out <laughs> half of your options already at this point. somehow we've time traveled back to the 70s with this game recommendation so yeah. we can teach it to everyone there i would say it's happening now mm -hmm. so you have more choice on what we can very right. kind to yeah. us wow. uh giving us more options um and like kind of i know this is um said like you don't have restrictions but presumably this is just a normal house you know you've, you've got the lounge you've got all of these rooms to mm -hmm. use you don't like basically are there any, any other restrictions in terms of where we're playing it do we have do we at least have a table i'm picturing magnolia walls <laughs> soft beige carpet and a nice pine table circular in the middle of the room that's what i'm seeing and then the so bowl with the keys is in the middle. Oh, oh, that's an obstacle. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Can you use that in the game? You could, yeah. Maybe if you were if you're playing with pieces, the keys could literally be the uh, the oh, objects that represent the player. I imagine like anonymity is quite important with the key bowl, right? right. Otherwise, everyone's just like, "That's the key that I want." Yep. You know. Like most attractive person in the room, mm -hmm. everyone lunges for the same key. When the super super hot guy's got his minions key ring, you yeah. immediately know that's him, and I'm just like, I've been cocking everybody as they come in. You're like, which key ring's on yours? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the eth the etiquette at a swingers party is. Well, let's make up the etiquette. What what, what do we think it would be? Hypothetically, what would it be like? <laughs> so, are we talking like what, what key like? I, as someone that doesn't actually know anything about swingers, <laughs> we are doing a poor representation for all the swingers out there. I'm very, very sorry about this. But, I, uh... Well, I watched that Louis Theroux documentary. Oh, yeah. okay. Is that the one in America where they do swingers parties? Mm. That seemed, I mean, it made it look really pleasant and nice um, and just quite a lovely experience. I feel like everyone <laughs> has to be somewhat charismatic, right? Because yeah. if you're going to go to those situations, then you need to immediately break the ice or at least mm. have some form of personality so that you're, you do strike up a conversation and it's going to be a good evening. Yeah, you I'm, can't I'm, go in there being super shy. Can you? No. I'm going to need a board game. I don't think yeah. I've got the... 
I, Social skills. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. on my own. Well, no, several. Is <laughs> Lots of board Turn it into a board game, oh, right? You know what? Please. <laughs> it's actually 12. <laughs> oh, sorry, that game. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't know Twilight Imperium was going to take eight hours. I guess I guess we'll all have to go to bed now. Oh, no. We'll try again. We'll try the swinging thing again next time. <laughs> but if you could keep a Friday night free and just schedule for the next few weeks. <laughs> So uh, a big part of this will be things that you immediately would dislike or like, perhaps in the game genre, mm-hmm. or po- perhaps even stuff that you you might dislike in uh, potential partners mm. or that I'm, we want to immediately. What's up? I'm kind of impressed that you've avoided using the the term turn offs in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's oh my god! god. No, it. <laughs> okay, let's let's oh my god, that. Can you dream or whatever it was. You know that game from oh, the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> there may be a copy of that in Chance Encounters. Just saying. <laughs> oh my god, that's a perfect recommendation. <laughs> there you go, I've done this podcast. Right, nice. Thank everyone. you very much. We've yeah, right well we never had a guest win the point before. So I feel like, okay, so I feel like it could go, it could go one of two ways. It could be kind of like a... Um, yeah, like a fun get to know each other where it's a bit more like personal and you can get to kind of get an idea if you would put chance like to have that person's mm-hmm. key. Or maybe it could be like, is it a legacy thing where it goes on? Because it could be like a weekly swingers oh, party. Okay. And maybe it's like a thing that goes on for a bit longer. Sorry, I just got excited when you said legacy games. It's like <laughs> one of my favorite innovations in board games. But do, do you know of legacy games? Um, I've played a couple. I don't, I'm not like a massive board game person, but I've played a little bit. Oh, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, there was one I played. This is a great story. There was one I played and it was great, but I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> Literally, this is my job at Chance sometimes. Like yeah. people try and explain a game in like vague, vague terms. And I'm like, sorry, it's that. It's, it's like, the, it's, it's like spies and it's a, a map. Like Pandemic. Wo- Pandemic. Pandemic Legacy yeah. Season Zero, I want to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a there co-op with two people. Yeah. Look at that. How many words is that? Did that I get was really good. Yeah. That was really good. There was impressive. also the word spies in there. Was <laughs> yeah. there spies that, in Pandemic? Yeah, that, that, I was about see- to say Pandemic, and then you said spies. I was like, oh, God, no. I yeah. don't know what this uh, is now. <laughs> it's uh, Season Zero, which is the sort of third in the series, weirdly. Um, yeah. But it's a prequel to the first one, and it's setting like Soviet union kind of era and you're just moving spies so instead of viruses mm-hmm. you've played pandemic before you'll probably know that it's about viruses spreading around the world but in this one uh which as uh, she's played it is literally about like moving spies around and trying to yeah oh, like a cold war yeah that's cold war yeah that's it yeah situation. it's so good so you cool. have the little passport and you like change yeah. how your character looks like you like customize them with little stickers and <laughs> oh stuff and oh. it's so good i loved it oh that's awesome it's like Is mr it? potato yeah. <laughs> 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 oh god <laughs> Oh my god, that would I literally wouldn't be able to pick Hitler out of our lineup if he changed his moustache. It's <laughs> true. Perfect it's true. Mm. I feel like, it's like when you take the glasses off someone you've yeah. never seen without their glasses. It's like when Raz takes his glasses off, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> who, who, who are you? That that is the quote for the trailer. Right yeah. <laughs> exactly. So in this particular legacy game, is it set over you play twelve games or is it more It's twelve to twenty four. It's the same as uh, pandemic legacy it's like mm-hmm. months isn't it months of the year you're playing through a year so you've got lots of disguises that you need to go through mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right okay. yeah um but i haven't played that one it's so cool, it's cool it's yeah good. that's it's so really good recommendations yeah so you you like that what other kind of like settings or themes or mechanics or styles of board games like generally enjoy um i mean i, I guess i'm more of like a casual 
casual board game player. I mm-hmm. like I like party games. I love code names. I think code names is the best. It's just so fun. Mm-hmm. comes up again. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking no. <laughs> uh i love secret hitler hitler comes up again oh a running a theme, theme. <laughs> a theme. so i like social deduction games like uh is it not werewolf is it no what's it called uh one night ultimate werewolf but werewolf is a social deduction it, game yeah, where yeah where some cards? of you yeah yeah you have yeah. roll cards and then and there's a night phase and, and then yeah, someone gets yeah. murdered so I, I like yeah social social deduction games and more kind of like party games i like you know, would you include? I don't know if you would count it as a board game. Like, will be the judge of that. I, I think we're pretty loose <laughs> yeah. with the definition. Basically, anything people sit around and play together, yeah. even if there's no board involved, can count as a board. So I have these, um, these like mystery things where it's got um, like newspaper clippings and things oh, like you, a Sherlock Holmes, like a Sherlock. That's what I wait. my favorite thing is the sherlock holmes um consulting detective detective games Mm -hmm, like i've mm -hmm. made uh my way through uh most of them i think there's a couple maybe a few more yeah there's 10 in the base game and then there's an expansion with another i can't remember there's like i think two expansions now like yeah yeah, there's the one which has got the ripper um ones and the ripper and west end adventures Mm. i love that i love that so much like my favorite scenario with that is it's a summer's day i'm about two bottles deep of prosecco and (laughs) playing it in the garden and uh just doing all the silly voices and i just love it crawling through newspapers (laughs) exactly and but the thing is so me and my partner play it and the problem is that we start it with such good intentions and then by the end we're both just wankered and and we just get we never get it right we just absolutely mess it up completely i love i love it but i'm never i'm not really good at it (laughs) i'm just impressed like i literally one bottle and i would not have the mental capacity to solve any mysteries i'd be like "Uh, what what what? wait what are we doing again I would get so salty if I was drunk and I got to the end of it and then Sherlock smugly just goes, well, obviously you just go straight to the ending here. I don't know why you took four extra steps. I'd be like, such a prick. Oh, such a prick, isn't it? We played for like four hours and at the end he's like, I went to three places and guessed it. I think that is one of my favourite things about that game is just how smug Sherlock Holmes is. They're not painting him as like like some kind of hero. It's just like, well, actually, you know... you guys, what, you took ages to get that. Like, come on. Why don't on. you just do it yourself then? Yeah. Why am yeah. I doing yeah. it? Yeah, but he knows it already. Why yeah. am I doing your work for you? Yeah. Like, literally, what am I being paid for to do? Like, He just wants to show off. He's paying yeah. you to show off. He literally does. There's like He knows all of the, he's solved all the crimes, but he's just like, just looking at the police going, well, 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 look how long it took you to solve that one. So annoying. That's the only thing with those, I kind of guess those style of games though, is that you can't replay them because mm. once you've done it, if you're three you're or four bottles deep, you yeah, you could. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, it's so frustrating when you don't get it because you're like, oh, like I can't really replay this now because mm. I've done it, but I didn't complete it properly so that's the only thing when you have that feeling of like yeah. you know you don't get that completion feeling it's, it's kind of an interesting um thing with that game in particular because um it's a mystery solving game so if anyone mm. hasn't played it it's essentially you get presented with like an introduction to a case and then um you get kind of given a a, a map of of london old-timey london and also a newspaper from the day um of the you know of the crime 
and essentially then you have leads to follow so you you go like oh well i want to go and speak to the coroner maybe because it's about a dead body or whatever and then it tells you you can go on there and it gives you this booklet and it gives you this like number you go in and it kind of gives you a bit of of clues um but the game is essentially like a point scoring thing mm. so whereas i with those games a mystery solving game for me i just want, want to be, be able to know the answer myself it doesn't mm. matter how long it took to get there if mm. i get given enough information i want to be able to you know find the solution but mm. the way the game is it's like yeah you want to try and beat sherlock which is no let's let's face it nobody's ever no going to do it no. so it's really strange these games that are like turn it into a point scoring thing I, where i just completely ignore that well, yeah we ignore the, the point scoring when we played that game yeah. too it's much more fun to just try and piece it together and not be stressed about like oh am i going to yeah. waste time going to the library to talk to the librarian that that he visited that day before yeah. he died or whatever like no oh, i, I want to know like yeah. what happened yeah. i don't okay. but, I'm sorry like, if you were a real um, police detective as well, you're not going to be like, um, no, I won't go and check with the coroner because, man, I need to get this sold by 5 p.m. Rather than, I, and I don't care if it's wrong. I'll just, I'll just, I just need to get this solved, right? Like, you don't have a Sherlock Holmes to back you up and say, oh, no, don't worry. He, he just, yeah, he should have checked that. It's fine. <laughs> Having not played it, though, uh, mm. do you find that after each story you're getting slightly better? Do you think that you mm. progress in, in a fashion that well, you the learning? The, um, the newspapers layer on top of each other. Mm. Okay. So when you solve in the first case is one newspaper yeah. that came out that day the next case is a month later or something yeah and so you read that day's newspaper but facts that weren't relevant in the previous case from the previous mm. newspaper now come into play okay so you it does get deeper and richer and yeah. the 10th case is like there's so much yeah. to keep in your head because you've got 10 newspapers to like reference Okay. But things that you read about before that weren't relevant, suddenly you come to mind and go, oh, the circus was in town this day. Right. Oh, maybe the lion tamer, <laughs> the, the, you know, the claw marks on the body. It's all coming together. Right. Um, <laughs> That's a funny example, like claw marks. No, I'll just ignore that. And then it's yeah. like, oh, wait, the circus is in town. Of course it was a lion. <laughs> Isn't that the one where it's like they don't give you any information? They're just like, there's one where Sherlock Holmes is like, I'm not telling you anything. Just look at this newspaper. And you have to work it out via that there's mm. no like yeah you don't have a lead to no start leads on. nothing Just, less helpful yeah he's, <laughs> he's the villain of the story <laughs> isn't he really is Moriarty's like... letting these crimes happen like, basically <laughs> as if I was going to say like this is kind of a funny interjection of um uh Steve fellow uh chance uh co-owner um actually borrowed our copy of Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective and still hasn't returned it. Oh. So if he is listening to this podcast, <laughs> wow. I really hope he takes this as a sign to bring that back. Yes, Steve. <laughs> <That's> Steve. <laughs> Let's solve the case of the missing game. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> I think it was Steve. <laughs> See, I'm already really good at this. Maybe you remember the facts you heard earlier. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What was Sherlock? How many times did he like have to go to places to find that one out? Who, who is Steve? <laughs> He'd have to go to Chance yeah. to figure out who Steve is. There we go, we beat we'll have Sherlock. We'll really delve into this backstory here. <laughs> and does the claw marks have anything to do with the new cat that he's got? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. So back to the the, the point at hand. Oh, yeah. Yes. We were talking about, uh, so we're swingers, and mm. you're trying to break the ice. We've got about eight people at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you want to have everybody in a single game, or do you think it needs to be short enough games that you can have multiple ones with different people on? Which were... I think either. Okay. Yeah, I think either. Um, as long as you get to play a game with at least one person, everyone at some point. Okay. okay. And roughly speaking, how long is the the ice breaking with the board games do we think here oh yeah because you don't mm. you don't want it to be too quick you know you you definitely to... don't want to be too quick <laughs> no it's very important <laughs> because you know people talk yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but also you know you don't want to um it to take too long and then suddenly no one's in the mood anymore exactly exactly you got to strike while the iron's hot i think mm. okay we're rocking up at like 6 p.m and the the the, the fun starts at <laughs> 9 p.m. Is that too late? Am I, I might have been too tired. <laughs> How much wine have I drunk by this point? <laughs> 6 p.m. is also a really, it's an odd time, right? You go, are we eating am there? I am, yeah. <laughs> am I having dinner? Oh, this seven they don't want to feel all bloated and gassy. Let's <laughs> say nipples, let's say finger food. Okay. okay. Do, do you arrive, also, do you arrive like fashionably late at these things or do they run on time? Oh, God. Like on schedule? Do you bring mm. anything? Like a board a game night, so I, I feel like the thing is you have oh, yeah. to arrive on time, well, you right? Definitely, you definitely don't want yeah. to arrive early because that gives the wrong impression. Yeah, yeah too easy, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think a little bit later, maybe rock up at like quarter past six. You know? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the 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 festivities begin at around nine ish. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you've got. Roughly, <laughs> roughly three hours. Roughly, that's that's Ooh, an wow. ample time. Three you hours get loads of board of things games. That sounds like oh, the best night ever. Actually. I feel like that Let's is. Say, yeah, it's too long, isn't it? Let's <laughs> yeah. say eight pm. You got two hours. Two hours. Yeah. And okay. you want to have like you know, remember you're going into this room not knowing anyone, so you are mm-hmm. going to have some time of like having to like kind of suss people out a little bit. Yeah. Mm. So I'm not. Uh, I don't think I'm kind of happy to give out this kind of information and help you guys a little bit but i'm gonna say Whoa. it would be uh well thanks it would be, uh, yes, appreciate that. It would be nice to uh, I, I was struggling yeah. Yeah. No, no. um but i was thinking like what would be interesting if it was a player elimination game oh because then okay. you could like I, I don't I, I the only thing is is in my head i was thinking there's not really a player mm. elimination game where you are the person in control of eliminating other players mm. um yeah. but if there was such a game that would be perfect because you could know, like eliminate but... the the like weed ones out i don't know if you've ever seen um but then do they have to pair off after they've been eliminated oh yeah maybe you, then that's it you like or basically like you choose the teams you choose the teams. So we're now playing dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get picked last. This feels bad, man. I'm just sad. left playing. You won't be in the mood after that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. The last left in the game. I've got to finish it off. Everyone's already paired off. Like, but in this no case, good. this might be good though, because if you're eliminating people rather than picking people, mm-hmm. then you're left with the best person, right? So I'm just trying to turn it on his head. But sure, being the last person left is. But we're talking about subjectiveness here, and mm. someone's. You're going to be like, actually, you get away, off, go away. <laughs> And then if you accidentally pull their keys out later, you're like, 
I've got mm. a lot of ground to cover up. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. This is yeah. awkward. Yeah. This is going to be awkward. Yeah, I don't want to be like weakest link like scenario where people are just like, get off. I was also thinking that in terms of this scenario, um, you really wouldn't want to kind of ruin the mood by um, introducing a lot of rules at the start. Mm. You don't want to have to spend a long time teaching, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing kills the mood more than, um, actually, uh, I think if you'll find that uh, we can't do that because the rules say not. Yeah, you really need the glasses at that point to drive that that point home. Or, or literally even worse, just sitting there. Oh, actually, I don't know how to play this. Uh, so if you give me like 10 minutes. Or just sit there reading out the rule book oh. as I've seen oh my happen God. at the cafe. Oh, oh. so boring when you're playing with... Uh, yeah, like, you, with a board game scenario, you need someone who knows how to play the yeah. game and could just immediately get you in there. Otherwise, it's just you're just sitting around like... It's the unforgivable that, sin of yeah. inviting everyone around to play a specific board game and not having done like a run-through a of a couple of turns run. on your own before people get there. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. This is oh. what the swingers and I was board games... I the parallel... Uh, yeah, you yeah. don't... You the have same to come rule prepared. applies. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. The same rule applies. <laughs> like, no one wants to turn up at a swingers party when no one, no no one, one knows, knows what they're doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> so obviously, something on the lighter end of maybe just like kind of just instant, maybe two minutes. Sorry, I'm using terms that could easily be misconstrued <laughs> here. But something you want to get into straight Still away. Still talking about this ice breaking board portion. game. Yeah. Board game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think something definitely more lighthearted, nothing mm. too intense, nothing too mood killing. Mm. What's the average like person at this this event? Are we talking like similar in age and like Have you had choice at this? Like, yeah. is, is, is the group people that you didn't know, mm. but maybe it's a because there's a cliche isn't there about swingers parties. And mm-hmm. I again, don't know anything about them, but there is a cliche. Mm-hmm. They're a bit of an older crowd. Yeah. Um, are we expecting that to be the case here? Yeah, because yeah, I was just thinking it's usually like people in their sort of like fifties, sixties, seventies, like older, mm. older people who are bored of their marriage and just want to. Once again, sorry if we're misconstruing the situation. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Maybe that's not the case. Um, so maybe this is. Yeah, maybe I am older in this scenario. You can be. You can be you. I mean, I it could just like, be that everybody else. Yeah, is... you you are picking this scenario. I don't want to go there and sleep with seventy-year-old John. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you again. This is this is your hypothetical yeah. party. You to say who is there? Right. Is it going to be full of like young, young? For whatever reasons have brought you to this swingers party, it's the same reasons that everybody else has been there. So they're very they're similar. Okay. Yeah, okay, I feel like right, if I was you. organizing a swingers party, everyone would be similar levels mm. of like age and attractiveness. Yeah, really essentially, that's like the unspoken rule. Right? Yeah. You started with a Tinder at this point. You've just been like <laughs> swiping around, be like, "Hey, do you fancy sw- swingers party? It's it's going to be really fun." Um, we don't know each other, but that's the whole point of this. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Is there a maybe? There's a swingers app. I wonder we if that do- Oh my god, there probably yeah. is. I kind of want to say that by adding on a little thing that says like, "Oh, and there'll be board games." I think that will <laughs> ensure there'll be people Ooh. of similar, like people to me. You know, I'm in. I'm. I'm with my people at that point. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, I the the further we get into this, the more I, I think the the board game I've got could potentially get discarded. So before we go much further, <laughs> have you guys got any other questions that you wanted to answer before we get mm. onto the sort of recommendation situation? Oh, I've got, I, I'm the same. I've got. 
something in mind and i feel like the more questions we ask the worse my recommendation gets <laughs> yeah. at this point we're just gonna be closing <laughs> yeah. doors <laughs> so, like, stay as open-minded as possible yeah i'm, I'm <laughs> a I good think idea I'm, of this party <laughs> i am still just as confused now as i was at the beginning of the scenario <laughs> so i feel like yeah let's crack on i guess all right okay. i'm ready the fear that one of you will take my suggestion <laughs> should we go with my recommendation first okay yeah so uh the recommendation that i'm gonna go with uh is called spyfall specifically spyfall 2 if you wanted to go up to the 12 people uh situation Ooh, okay so it's a social deduction game uh the idea is that you have a bunch of like packets of cards in the box mm. that you randomly draw one out of I see like these that. comparisons. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And then what will happen is uh, you'll take out the number of cards that you need for whoever's playing, and one or more of them will end up having a spy card if it's Spyfall 2. In Spyfall 1, it only goes up to eight players, and there's, there's one. And that's at the bottom. So what will happen is you'll give those a shuffle once you've taken out the ones you're not using, and you'll give each person a card. Um, that will give you an, a location and a role. So it could be that you're at the, the office party. Have you played this before? I've played it on the phone. Mobile, there's an app for it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is that uh, for everyone else, uh, you'll have this location, you'll have a, a role within it. And then the idea is that you, people will be taking it in turns to ask a question to somebody else there about a high, like their situation that they're in. And they have to give this information back. But you need to give up, up enough information that you know where you are or maybe within the role that you're at that someone just has the card spy they don't know where the scenario is set but they mm. have to respond mm. as if they do know where they are exactly mm -hmm. so they're in the situation where they don't know what's going on they have to be listening keenly trying to mm. figure out what's giving this very weird clues going mm. on and at some point they may or may not be revealed it'll either be someone points them and be like i reckon you're the spy and then they might do a bit of a vote to see whether or not the spy, or it'll be ended because they go, I'm the spy and I know where we're at. Uh, mm -hmm. And then they can just go for it. Exactly. Now this game takes maybe 15 minutes, doesn't take a whole lot of explanation, uh, involves several people, you know, it goes better with more players, a larger player count. With the Spyfall 2, it goes up to that 12 player. So, you know, if more pe you're inundated with people that are coming to the swingers party, mm -hmm. then it's quite good. And there's this element of mystery. You could you could shape it up. You're all someone's in there as a spy. You could you oh, could have a themed swingers party. Up. Exactly. Mm. So uh, and then it's also got the kind of like oh we pulling out cards before the event mm. actually happens later. I like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's so, a good suggestion. Thank you. Okay. Probably be my best thus far. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good one. Do either of you have anything that's on the tip of your tongues? Um, or like a game. I was just to say something really good about that game. Um, so so it, there's a variant um, which is called Spyland, mm -hmm. and it takes all of. It's basically it requires somebody knowing they're going to play the game in advance and setting this up so in secret, mm. so nobody else is aware of it. And they take all of the spy cards and they put them into one pack, and it's like a locate, and it's meant to be like a location pack. But in this case, everyone that draws out a card is a spy. Oh, and so they... nobody knows that they're not the only spy. <laughs> so everybody ends up basically asking each other questions, trying to 
pretend they know where they oh are gosh, and nobody <laughs> knows where they are so you end up having this really in like pr- wild kind of situation where people, um well people revealing that that somebody thinks they're the spot uh somebody else is the spot or whatever right. it's basically well, i guess the game, they'll say i'm the spy and well, i know where you are well, the game, be like, no, wait, I'm well the spy. in that case it could but it's i think because there's a time li- limit right. on the game but it, the fun of it is just watching people ask questions trying to pretend they know where they are when nobody is That's and then so everybody a- reacting going like Oh yeah! Oh, that was a clever question. And they're like, don't know where the heck we are. So I think that is just a brilliant thing. If anyone has Spyfall and like wants to try that, do try that. It's really good. That does sound yeah. really good. Um, yeah. I have a suggestion. Mm, um, yeah, go for it. cool. All right. So obviously, uh, games that take eight players and require um, very little rules explanations aren't that common. Mm-hmm. Um, but you said you like party games, mm-hmm. and I have. I know you. I know you sort of said no to Twister, and don't worry, this is not Twister. But for me, this is the game that kills Twister forever. Um, it's a game called Yogi. Um, it's designed by a designer that I am friends with, so you know I should clarify <laughs> Disclaimer. that. Disclaimer: uh, There's Shiari, and she's a designer based in uh, London, UK, wherever. And uh, it's a game called Yogi. So the idea is, it's just a deck of cards. Okay, the game uh, starts with a player taking a card from this deck and on each of these cards is a rule that you must obey but like twister it might be for example it phys- it's mostly physical so it might be this card um must touch your uh, eyebrow for the rest of the game so you would then take that card place it hold it against your your eyebrow and if at any point during the game that rule doesn't apply anymore you've broken that rule you are out of the game mm-hmm. so after you've taken a card and played the rule you would then take a card because you give it to somebody else sorry i should have said that so you give the card to somebody else, they obey that rule. That player then takes a card from the deck and then reveals a rule and then gives it to somebody else. And that might be like right elbow above um, shoulder. Oh, that's right, elbow. Um, and then they have to obey that rule. So then it becomes harder and harder to to play, uh, sort of to keep obeying these rules because you keep getting given these cards um, that kind of become harder and harder to keep obeying the whole time. I'm not doing a very good job of explaining this, but mm. it's a very, yeah. very easy game to play because literally you just say, okay, take a card, read it, give it to someone, that player has to obey that rule for the rest of the game. But the cards are already kind of funny. Some of them involve like, you know, uh, like it just makes you contort yourself into mm. weird positions. But, which you um, will be doing later on. Which, exactly. <laughs> so my for thinking was... Up. Yeah. So my thinking was it plays for up to eight. Yeah. Um, it's uh, very easy to play. It's funny and it's also helpful because if you see someone struggling to like do the most basic movements uh, <laughs> with the with the card that they've been given, then it kind of gives you information which you can or cannot use uh, when mm. choosing your partner, mm. uh, picking the keys mm. later on in the game. Um, and it's it's just a really good it's just a really good game. I I, I sadly we don't actually have it at. Chancing House, Bristol, but we will soon because it's very, it's a very strong. We had it before it was called Yogi. Yeah, so it existed called In a Bind, um, mm-hmm. and the the story of. Sorry, I think this is kind of cool. I wouldn't usually tell the history uh, of of a game, but I think it's really cool. In the designer um, created a card game which had like no physical aspect apart from just one card. But when they were playtesting this game that physical card was the one that people had the the, the strongest feedback on. Oh, so she essentially around that one redesigned card. a game based around this one card and created this whole physical one. And then they've gone on to release Yogi 2 since, which is more cards. And the really clever thing about this game, by the way, is that you can technically 
you, it's very, very difficult, but technically none of the cards uh, contradict each other. So you could end up with this like mess where you've got like your ear touching your shoulder and you've got like your chin touching your like <laughs> chest and like cards everywhere. And it's technically possible that you could have a multiple cards and never actually cross over. It's such oh, a good wow. game. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it's fun. a really, really I good game. I really like it. It's called Yoga. Mm. Kind of like Twister, but with personal space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, even, even the funny thing about it is that when you have these cards, like you still have to be able to get the card from the deck. So in the middle of the oh. table. So being able to like reach over into the middle of the table and still pick up a, a card when your elbows are like touching each other and you're like, l your knees touching your like chest or something stupid like that. You still have to be able to do that. So mm -hmm. it's like a, it's like a challenge in yourself, like, it's really good though. Mm. Okay, I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's a good suggestion. I've got two and I can't decide which one. Um, but a very hard to remember name. Um, I'm also going to go for quite a light party game. Mm -hmm. um, so this won't take you all evening, but it should help break the ice and maybe move into a bigger, bigger game if that's what you're going for. But I'm going to go for a game called... Might be the worst... Or best game name I've ever heard. Um, a game about wee whimsical creatures and trying to identify them after someone makes noises. <laughs> it's okay. quite a mouthful. But this is essentially a deck of cards. And um, it's, it's just a whole bunch of different goofy-looking hand-drawn monsters. You deal out um, five of them, um, and the numbers one to five go on top of them. And every round, you sweep up all the monsters, you deal out a different five. Um, when the starting player has to, draws randomly a card to themselves with the numbers one to five, so they are randomly selecting one of these monsters, they have to make a noise um, that they think that monster would make, and then everyone else who's playing, on the count of three, holds up the number of fingers to identify which monster they think that person's making the noise of. If you see what uh, I mean. So, is, so, so that the cards are all the monsters are down. Yeah, there's five monsters in the middle of the table that right. everyone can see. Is it? Sorry. I oh, know that's okay. <laughs> Ask a question. Is it? Is it kind of like the sound version of Dixit? In like with yeah. Dixit, you put mm. you're kind of interpreting what the cards mean, but this is more interpreting what the monster's sound is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's 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 nonsense. Like you you know if you see a monster that looks like it makes a high pitched squeal or looks like it's grunting or whatever. And I feel like it's so silly and immediately easy to understand. Mm. And everyone's making a bit of a fool of themselves. And then afterwards, when everyone's guessing, some people thought it was one monster, some people thought it was another monster. And everyone's like, How? No, that monster obviously doesn't make that noise. Yeah. And it just gets everyone chatting. chatting and relaxing and being a bit goofy. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really fun, easy icebreak game that doesn't necessarily have to take very long. But you can do a lot of rounds. It's like... I forget how many there's something like 50 monsters in the deck okay yeah so they're double-sided as well right? and they're double-sided yeah so um you can play for quite a long time until you decide you know first person to get three right guesses wins or 10 guesses however long you want it to go mm -hmm. that is good and this is good practice because later on you'll be hearing lots of weird noises <laughs> exactly you get yeah. to know you know how grunty are these people <laughs> are these guys playing playing the game still like, <laughs> yeah. they played it on their own over there <laughs> Um, so you didn't might not know this, but it's mm. actually designed by the same designer as the game that I suggested. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, really? It's completely coincidental, I imagine. Let let her they... know that she makes great swinger party games. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that niche cornered. Got it. Nice. Yeah, they make. They, I've met the designer, uh, like the UK Games Expo, the conventions. They're just they're just the most lovely people ever. 
Um, and she does a really great job of making interesting, completely different, kind of mm. party-esque, like, just wild. She's a very creative. Her yeah. approach to design is something else. Like, yeah. she just makes these kind of really quirky games that you wouldn't ever see anywhere else. I feel like this, yeah. But definitely she's got this niche mm. of... Um, of like making really weird like that game no how has nobody come up with that game before yeah. it's just so great yeah. but i also love that name and sort of hate that i couldn't remember it every yeah. time i'd be like trying to yeah. recommend it to someone yeah, the monster noise game yeah. Yeah. yeah i can't remember what it's called oh is this actual name that description you yeah said? yeah what i just oh. said is its whole name oh. um can we, can we get game. that one again yeah. Yeah. what is the name <laughs> A game about wee whimsical creatures and trying to identify them after someone makes the noise. Oh, wow. There you go. It's very literal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly what it says on the yeah. tin. No one needs it. Like, that's it. We're good. We're rules done. Yeah. We just read the title. Yeah. How many other times can you say that with a board game? <laughs> True. There you go. I think, so you had a second one that you were going to go with, but... Well, I was considering, because you guys had already done sort of lighter party games mm. going with a different tack. So okay. I was thinking um, Mysterium, okay. which I don't know if anyone's familiar with. It's... Mm-hmm. Um, it's a longer, more complicated game with a board and tokens and things. But essentially what it boils down to um, is dream and picture interpretation. Mm-hmm. So one person knows the answer and everyone else is trying to figure out the answer. And they do it through um, dealing out sort of vague picture cards. Like Dixit. Mm-hmm. Dixit-esque cards. <laughs> okay. And like the one person who knows can't communicate, but they can like point to the pictures, try and give clues as to... They're quite like the group asks questions and the person has to non-verbally reply mm. right. and they have to solve the, the mystery together. I haven't played it for a long time, so I'm having to be quite vague about how it works because I don't <laughs> actually remember how to play the game. But that's the sort of gist of it. Whenever yeah. someone asks about it in the cafe, it's always like, oh, that kind of Cluedo one. And it's like, it's not it's not quite Cluedo, but you've got the same vein in there. Yeah, oh, okay. exactly. It's that's like a group solving the mystery. So it's working together, but also because it's non-verbal, you have to... It's very sort of group team bonding kind mm. of vibe. Mm. Mm. Which um, is, yeah, need a lot of... Yeah, and then bonding. a bit of shouting at the end. It's like, how, why, why, the smoke, you pointed at the smoke. <laughs> why would the smoke mean he had a knife? That's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so one person might, might be ostracized yeah. from the group. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. All right, okay, those are all some pretty good suggestions. Yeah, with those suggestions, mm. is there anything that stands out to you? Is there any other questions you wanted to ask? Some clarifications on them. A reminder for the ones that have been uh, forgotten about. Yeah, maybe one in particular was yeah. said a long time ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was a really good one, though. Um, so I, I, I think they're all good. Uh, I think I, I like the the shouty one um, because mm. you can so easily understand it that it's even if they're not into board games, they'll just know how to play it, and it'll be really fun and silly. Mm-hmm. And they let their guard down immediately. Um, I like Yogi because. It's very a physical game mm-hmm. without being um, having to be physical against someone else like <laughs> yeah, Twister. Mm-hmm, yeah. And again, like your inhibitions, you being silly and just having fun. Um, and I like Spyfall because I've, I've played Spyfall <laughs> and it is really good fun to play with Excellent. people. It is a really good game. Like even if you don't really know that people that well, you can jump straight into it. It's really easy to get your head around and it's really good fun. So um, I like them all. If I had to pick one, I think I'm going to go with Yogi. Yes! Yes. I'd also like to incorporate um, 
if you mess up a bit of like the card, yeah. then you have to take a shot or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Like, or maybe not a shot, that's hardcore. A sip of beer, maybe. Mm, yeah. You know, like loosen your, you know, a little maybe, maybe like a drinking yep. game element yeah. into it as well. So everyone relaxes a bit if, if yep. they if they if they I guess drink. at that point, then they wouldn't also be out potentially. You could keep everyone in. So there's not a yeah. situation yeah. of. Yeah. And also like the thing is the game is, um, I feel like I should have said this part of the pitch as well, but. Um, <laughs> well, you already won. I know, I was like, thank God. Um, but one of the things that's cool about it is so player elimination games tend not to be kind of um good in the board game scene because mm. there's nothing fun about like sitting out of a game mm. or losing and just having to sit and watch everybody else play but this game you are literally watching other people like part of the fun of it is watching how silly the game gets for yeah. other people mm. um and it does get ridiculous like after about four or five cards it starts becoming like just this kind of weird how to say like physical like performance yeah. uh, as people are trying to like shimmy along and trying to get cards so it is it is better i think when you're out of it and you don't have that pressure anymore <laughs> you can still just laugh at yeah. everybody else at how silly it is and still be involved by like kind of saying oh give it to them give it give that card to them like let's see how ridiculous we can get it yeah, yeah. so yeah i thank thank you very much i'm very happy with that <laughs> thank you for the suggestion i will uh in that hypothetical party I'm going to tonight, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll be taking Yogi with me. I can tell you where you can get it today if you want as yeah. well. I can get up. Well, with that, uh, would you say that we hit the recommendation on the mark? You were just, have it, it wasn't a reach for this situation? No, I think you absolutely, all, all the three suggestions, like nailed it. I thought they were all great. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Um, where can where can people find you? Uh, on over on Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Squid Game. There you go. Well, thank you very much for joining us. That'll be all for us to today. Um, have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.